Thank you for joining in for an episode of Planted by the Living Water. We are here to delight in the Lord as a tree planted by the living waters. If you'd like the reading plan that we are going through, you can find it on our website. We'll go through the entire Bible in two years. Thank you for joining for this day's portion of Planted by the Living Waters. Welcome to episode 156 of Planted by the Living Waters. We find ourselves going through Chronicles and 1 Chronicles 17 is where we're at today. I want to read to you just a few verses starting in verse 9 and going to 14. There's a great promise of scripture we have here and it says in chapter 17 of 1 Chronicles verse 9, Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel and I will plant them that they may dwell in a place of their own and move no more, nor shall the sons of wickedness oppress them any more as previously, since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people. Also, I subdue all your enemies. And and then in this time is when David is is talking about building a, a temple um, for the Ark of the Covenant in the presence of God to dwell. And so David's going about bringing the Ark and, and building this temple. And, and it's in that place where God's going to tell David, no, Solomon's going to be the one to build it. But there is something that God tells David. And this is what I want you to lean in. So picking back up at the end of verse 10, it says, furthermore, I tell you that the Lord will build you a house. So you are not going to build me a house, David, but the Lord's going to build you a house. And it shall be when your days are fulfilled, when you must go to be with your fathers, that I will set up your seed after you, who will be of your sons, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build me a house, and I will establish his throne forever. I will be his father, and he shall be my son, and I will not take my mercy away from him as I took it from him who was before you. And I will establish him in my house and my kingdom forever, and his throne shall be established forever." And this is oftentimes what's referred to as the Davidic covenant, the covenant made with David. And God tells David forever, your seed is going to have a throne. You're going to have this, this everlasting kingdom. And, and from your seed is going to be uh, this, this king that will come and have an everlasting kingdom. And, and we know it as the Messiah. Um, also, they would refer to him as the Messiah to come, the anointed one. And, and so here's the picture of, of God's promise to David that, that there's going to be one that comes and, and your throne will last forever. And as we see the history of Scripture play out and the history of God's revelation play out, this promise means so much more than we could have ever even imagined at first. Um, this promise is, is that Christ would come from David and his throne would be established forever. Think about the, the, the fulfillment of what God promised David. He promises him that he, he's going to give him one after him, a seed after him that's going to have an everlasting kingdom. Well, of course, that's Christ. He has an everlasting kingdom. Remember when Jesus came and his public ministry started, he said, the kingdom of God is at hand. We also know from Hebrews 12 where it tells us that, that we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. And he says, let us lay aside the, the weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us. And it says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And then it says, who despised the uh, shame and went to the cross. He endured the cross. And it says that at the end of that verse there, at verse Verse 2, it says um, something along the lines of, of he sits at the right hand of the throne of God. He sits at God's right hand. And so we see this throne um, um, that's established. The kingdom of God is established. We are called citizens of the kingdom. We're, we're, uh, um, we, we get to partake in the, the kingdom of heaven. And then we see even where it tells us that he will build a house. And you know what he calls the, the church? He calls the church a, a household of faith also a temple of the Holy Spirit. And so the same house that it's talking about building a temple for the presence of God to stay in, God tells David, yeah, that's going to come through Solomon, but, but 
the reality is, is there's a one that's going to come after, and that's Jesus. And he's going to build a temple. And that temple is going to be each of us. Think about the spe- how special that is, that we are that temple that Jesus would build, that the Holy Spirit, that God's presence would reside inside of. And so what a beautiful promise we have here. And then we even go on to understand that God's faithful, that he fulfills his promises, and that Jesus, as he leaves, he says, I, I go to prepare a place for you. If it wasn't so, I wouldn't have told you. I- and-, and he says, my father's house has many mansions. And so this this picture of, of God is still making preparations for us, still making preparation. And so I want you to know that, that God is faithful and that he, he provided it all um, and his faithfulness is, is, is tested to be true through Jesus Christ, um, the one in which he promised to David all these years ago. He fulfilled in Christ and still fulfills and promises to us through Christ. Father, we love you, Lord. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the one who built your house, God. Um, and, and Jesus, I'm thinking about when he, he looked at Peter and he says, uh, Who am I? Who do you say I am? And he says, You're the Christ, the Son of God. And he says, Upon that confession, in other words, he says, Upon you, and I believe this confession he's talking about, I will build my church. And, and the picture of he's going to build this church, this house, this temple of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be that temple, that house, Lord, the church. Thank you for the church. I love you, God. It's in the name of Christ we pray. Amen.